0: Because as one of President Kennedy's speech writers wrote for him, uh, victory has many fathers uh, defeat is an orphan. And I think when you're leaving office, uh, I would choose to look at the many victories that you've had along the way. And-
1: hey, everybody. Welcome to Santa Barbara Talks with Josh Molina. I want to talk to you about Lee Moldaver. Lee Moldaver was this iconic activist and volunteer in Santa Barbara. He very sadly passed away recently. And I wrote a news obit, there've been other news obits written about Moldaver. I wanna talk to you and sort of share a little bit about what made him special. And we're gonna be hearing from him and some of the comments he made to the Santa Barbara City Council over the years in this podcast. And I just sort of wanna take a moment to appreciate the activist and volunteer that Lee Moldaver was but also take a step back from that and just sort of talk about the importance of having people in a community who can offer direct advice to government leaders and be objective about it in the sense of oh being open to all different perspectives and sides and then making your best argument without getting personal about it. And Lee Moldaver was really good at that. Lee Moldaver would talk about where he stands on a specific issue. He was extremely eloquent, extremely articulate. And he would make his points, he would talk, he would go out and he would very clearly explain his perspective on an issue, but he was not disagreeable in the sense of if people voted a certain way, he didn't get personal, he didn't get nasty, he never turned on you. He was somebody who offered a perspective From himself and many of the organizations that he served on, the boards, the nonprofits that he served for, he represented them, he represented himself, and he did it in a really intellectual way. In a, in a way where he was meant to try to improve sort of the the public discourse. And that's who Lee Moldaver was. And I, I don't think we have anybody. I know we don't really have anyone like that right now. And so his loss is super impactful because not only are we losing a, a human being, but we're losing somebody who was absolutely essential in terms of how government runs. And um, it's hard to put into words uh, how brilliant Lee Moldaver was. And I'm not here to sort of like say, you know, we always agreed. Obviously, he was a person in the community and I was a journalist. Of course, we clashed at times. Um, and that's OK. That's normal. You, you don't want to agree with everybody all the time. You need to have disagreements so both sides can come to some growth, have some growth and some learning. So Lee and I, from time to time, would spar in a professional journalist activist setting uh, for, you know, going back 20 years But uh, what was really brilliant about Lee was he was just so well-researched. He was so well-prepared. He almost never spoke with emotion. He used facts to support his argument. And this person was, you know, quite honestly, probably always the smartest person in the room. I mean, he had this incredible memory. He had this phenomenal memory. And he could just sort of reference things from historical context and sort of apply it to things that are happening in the moment. And he was also super connected. He was sort of somebody who could whisper and talk to a lot of people. And so he got lots of information. And in that information, he always seemed to know what was going to happen before it happened. He seemed to be sort of a really good crystal ball reader. He was expert on politics. He could sort of assess who was going to win an election and and why and what the voter base was going to, who was going to appeal to the voter base. Extremely intelligent. And we haven't really seen anything like that. Sadly, in this uh, time, most of the public discourse is to the extreme. It's, you know, uh, cancel culture. It's you're all bad, so we're going to cancel you or we're going to put you on a pedestal and only see the good things that you do. And there's not a whole lot of gray, which let's be honest, right? That's, you know, nobody's perfect. Everybody has good and bad. Everybody has growth areas. Everybody has things that they're really good at. And Lee Moldaver was somebody who could have that conversation always right there in the middle without having to really sort of, uh, you know, attack anyone personally. So with that, let's watch a little bit of Lee Moldiver. I just want to sort of appreciate the sort of brilliance, the genius of his words. Uh, so we're going to watch a couple of uh, videos. So let me uh, just sort of pull those up and let's take a look. Okay, so this first video is uh, Lee Muldeber talking about Dr. Dan Seacord. Dr. Dan Seacord was a member of the Santa Barbara City Council. I'm gonna let Lee say who he was, but this is a video and it really shows Lee's kindness, his heart, sort of everything that he would put into when he would go out and speak in public. Lee was sort of this master at kind of giving people their their full sort of uh, uh, due, acknowledging them, you know, he was really good when people would have significant accomplishments, he'd come to the city council and he would he would honor them. And uh, this is after Dr. Dan Secord passed away. And uh, this is Lee Moldaver uh, sort of giving a tribute, but let's sort of appreciate his words here. Comment
0: if a few speaker slips here, and two minutes at the podium, we'll start with Lee Moldaver to be followed by 10 o'clock. Good afternoon, Madam Mayor, uh, members of Council, I'm Lee Maldi with the Citizens Planning Association. As we come to the last two weeks of a really nasty election season, especially on the federal level, so many people I've met in California, regular voters and first-time voters ask, what's it all about and why should we care? And I was thinking that one of the answers this fall that I would give them is right here in this room. Uh, And I'm thinking about uh, the life and achievements of our friend, uh, Dr. Dan Secord, who uh, was an orphan, who came here with Mary, built a successful medical practice, built an incredible family, put out roots in the community, had the opportunity to serve, you could see him flying down the road on a bike or through the air in his plane or on the water in his, own, in, in his boat. And he could see the ocean from his house. And because the way that democracy and elections work locally, he was able to serve the community with the Harbor Commission, the Airport Commission, the Planning Commission, the City Council for eight years, uh, in this chamber under uh, Harriet and, and Marty Bloom. And he was later able to serve the Coastal Commission. And through all that time, he was tough, engaged. He did his homework. He was fair. He was funny. He was caring. He was brusque to the point. He was very often in the voting minority in issues. He never let it embitter him. <clears throat> he was continuing to contribute to the community, right up until the last few weeks with his illness. So I would say people interested in why a vote counts or what democracy means should think about all the days that Dan Secord spent in this chamber, making this a better, stronger community for all. Thank you.
1: So let's let's think about that a little bit. so eloquent right and this is off the cuff I mean this is Lee Molde We're just going up there and talking and giving tribute to Dr. Dan Secord and just sort of eloquently explaining all the things he did well here's what you should know Dr. Dan Secord was a conservative Republican I mean I guess some of the Republicans would say he was a little bit moderate on some some issues but he was a he was a true blue Republican and here's Lee Moldaver, who is one of the most, um, you know, environmentally progressive uh, activists that you have in town and uh, very much uh, to the left on so many of these issues. And here he is like, respecting Dan Secord for being genuine, for being true, for believing in what he believed in every Tuesday, every day that he... Uh, wore his city council hat, and there's just sort of that respect that that he gives. And so I think it's sort of a it's it's just a good reminder of a good attitude that that we need to have. We may not all have agreed with Dr. Dan Seacord. Lee Moldaver, I know for a fact, did not always agree with Dr. Dan Secord, but he respected the fact that Seacord made such accomplishments, uh, sorry, sacrifices, and try to do so much for the, for the public good. And, uh, you know, you, it was classic Lee too. You know, he's dropped some names in there. He mentioned, you know, Mary Secord, Dr. Dan Seacord's wife. Um, he mentioned, you know, all the things he was on the planning commission the Harbor commission, uh, Lee just had this incredible capacity to sort of, um, organize complex, uh, facts and, and, and line them up and spit them out in order. And, uh, you know, it's, it's like almost like like poetry, you know, it's like a rap that he's doing out there. He's, he's just so clearly stacking these blocks for all of us to be able to, to understand that. And it's just kind of cool to see somebody go into the council chamber and honor somebody for their contributions and, and respect the fact that they may not have agreed, but they gave their all. And uh, obviously, there were some things that, that Lee Moldaver agreed on. Now uh, Lee was not um, you know, he was more than just sort of saying really kind things about people uh, you know at opportune moments. Um, he was also a very uh, strong environmentalist. so he was somebody who fought hard for the preservation of open space. And one of the things I want to show you is this clip where he is talking about the, the Veronica Meadows project, okay, the open space in Santa Barbara, one of the last open spaces that for a long time was under consideration to be turned into uh, housing and, 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 and you know, not affordable housing, but you know big houses, luxury mansions, they were called. Uh, there were going to be about 25 or so there on what's currently open space, Right near Arroyo Borough uh, Beach, Arroyo Borough Creek, Henry's Beach, and so uh, that was the plan. But the community fought back, and it was, I'm not going to go into the whole history because that's a you know novel and podcast of its own. But essentially, um, the land was purchased. And um it was um, you know in, in partnership with the city. Now they're gonna restore it and they're already doing that, and a lot of it has been done already. And Lee Moldaver was one of the big fighters of this public space. And he was also like a water quality activist, he was a transportation activist, and so you know, he was a member of the Saddam Barbara Audubon Society, but he was definitely a preservationist. So let's listen to him talk about the importance of. Arroyo Borough Creek and uh, this open space and, and restoring it. Okay. All right. Let's take a look. Let's hear what he's got to
0: say. Lee Muldaver will be followed by Leslie Wiscombe. Thank you, Madam Mayor, members of the Council. Lee Muldaver, the Vice Chair of your Creece Advisory Committee. We've been very well served over the years with council liaisons like Kathy Murillo and Greg Hartnell, French Cop, Frank Hotchkiss, and before Frank, uh, Michael Self. And I think all our liaisons know that this has been a potential project and a high priority for many years. Uh, there are uh, pollution and erosion and water quality issues in this part of the creek that would make it an ideal acquisition, especially since we have a willing seller and it's going at a fair market price by appraisal. This is something that the Peace Committee has long had in mind when we had our reserve fund. And some of you may remember, some of you may have forgotten. This is also an opportunity to realize more of a vision for an integrated Arroyo Borough Creek ecosystem that the Wendy P. McLaughlin Foundation funded a very extensive study of which I think you still have somewhere in your office the report trying to track land use and watershed and pollution all the way from the foothills down to the ocean. And the original vision of Measure B is to integrate all that knowledge into more effective land use and management to reduce that pollution and make all our creeks, watersheds and beaches more attractive. This will be a huge step in that direction and having a partner like the Trust for public lands only assures uh, confidence so our committee very very strongly supports the recommendation and we hope you can address it thank you
1: so uh i just you know i'll, I'll leave that thing up and how cool is it you know you see the uh, great car lynch Schneider, randy rouse Bandy white frank Hotchkiss, there's dale and kathy Murillo there too um so i mean Think about how much knowledge that he just dropped there, okay? And and he did it in a very objective way, in a very honest way. And just sort of talking to people about um, just, you know, here's why this is a good idea. Here's why we support this. Uh, He was uh, somebody who was very well-researched. And I think the thing about Lee was sort of mysterious. How does somebody know so much about so many things and be so knowledgeable all the time obviously okay he was well read he was well he, he researched things he was really good networker so if he had a conversation with you he would remember it and he would stash it away and so he would do that with lots of different people and then through this accumulation he'd have all this information and then he'd be able to put it out there in a way that was um uh educational to people and, and Lee Lee was somebody who, even if you didn't agree with him or agree with his perspectives on things, you couldn't help but not listen to him. I don't, I don't know anybody who would tune Lee Moldaver out and say, uh-oh, here's two minutes of nonsense that I don't need to listen to. You always listen to him, even if you kind of disagreed with him or if you knew you had a different perspective, because you knew at the very least he was going to be informed and he was going to be intelligent and he was going to be entertaining. Lee Moldaver never went out there and pointed fingers at people. He never accused them of having nefarious sort of um, uh, um, you know, ulterior motives. Um, he never made it personal. He always was there to enlighten and educate. And he had information that he wanted to share with people. And that's quite the skill. That's not something that uh, a lot of people have, quite frankly. Uh, Most of the public discourse is involving attacks. It's involving personal criticisms. It's you don't know what you're doing and you need to get out of that seat. Okay, Lee Moldaver was not like that. Lee Moldaver would see the good and then he would try to make you even better. And uh, it's just sort of a unique quality and uh, he was so ubiquitous I mean he was always there for a long period of time you could count on him speaking at city council meetings you could count on him speaking at board of supervisor meetings Uh, you'd see him at events you know he somehow would figure out a way to get to um, all the places the city council members were and uh, it never quite sort of you know if Lee Moldaver wasn't there Often one of the questions was, "Where's Lee? How come we moldavers not here?" I thought I was, he was going to be here. I thought we'd see him at an event like this. And so, in the context of you know, why why do we care beyond the fact that this really you know amazing person has passed away? We care because we're losing a little bit of Santa Barbara's history. We're losing a little bit of that collective knowledge you know um, there's one less person now who can remember what was going on in the 80s you know when the when, when the city of Santa Barbara was battling homelessness issues in the 70s and the 80s there's one less person who can sort of recite that history we recently lost uh, former mayor Hal Conklin, as well you know and Lee Moldaver was somebody who who knew as much about everything that happened in Santa Barbara dating back at least four decades, as anyone else on the planet, okay? So that is what is significant, that this person is no longer here to sort of share that, that knowledge, okay? Um, I want to uh, uh, look at one more one more footage. This is more um, up-to-date. This is when the council members were sworn in in 2020, and you can sort of hear him waxing Poetically about um, you know the council and uh, the expectations of the role. So let's watch a little bit of this.
0: Thank you. And the item is um, comments by the public relating to outgoing council members Dominguez and Rouse. Yeah. Thank you very much, Madam Mayor, members of the council. I am the Moldova, a long-time resident, and I'm going to offer my comments now for the outgoing councilman, because as one of President Kennedy's speech writers wrote for him, uh, victory has many fathers uh, defeat as an orphan. And I think when you're leaving office, uh, I would choose to look at the many victories that you've had along the way. And first, I would say to both of you and to this whole council, every time that you meet, and especially every time that you recognize each other like today, you give the lie in public to the nasty vibe that comes from Washington that public service is no longer a public trust and that public service is no longer something to aspire to. Each one of you every week puts the lie to that. When I look at the diversity of life experience and skills, that Jason and Randy have brought to the council over the years, in so many areas, in in law, in environment, in county government, uh, in public safety, in small business, in the downtown, in traffic and parking, in the Mesa, and Cliff Drive, and the relationship with City College, so many other things. We are so lucky that you have each taken time from busy, busy, busy careers to share your time and ideas with your colleagues, with the staff, when you make better with your questions and challenges and with each other. You have made such a positive difference in the community and even raising the questions on vacation rentals and accessory dwelling units and density and how affordable should affordable housing be and Where should it go? Those are the tough questions that everyone in the street, if they're not asking at one time or another, wonders about. And you've made your other five colleagues and your 1,000-plus employees sharper and stronger and brighter just for bringing that forward every week. And I am so glad that you're both going to be in the community in a slightly different role sharing your wisdom and experience and your impatience for progress and change with us. You've made the city better. Uh, Like all great families, sometimes you've had your disagreements, uh, but as with all great families, when it was important, you've all really come together for the good of the city. And I want to thank each of you and wish you well in the future and special congratulations to Jason, Uh,
1: on the improvement of your family. Thank you so much. Thanks, Lee. So, I mean, wow, so much class. That's the only thing I can think of, is this guy showed a lot of class because there are a million things that you can say negative about Jason Dominguez and Randy Rouse if you want to go that route. All elected officials have so much that people criticize them for. There's, you know, it's endless. You can do it with everybody. No matter who it is. What did Lee Moldover do? Just focused on the positive, okay? And he did it in a way where he just sort of uplifted everyone in the room, okay? Jason Dominguez, a very controversial figure in his term on the council. You hear Lee talking? He found the best of Jason and just said thank you, okay? Again, classy. Randy Rouse, okay, longer term, okay, nine years on the city council. He found the best of Randy and just put a spotlight on that. And uh, that's really admirable, okay? Uh, I think that it's really easy to be negative in the sense of pointing out what's wrong about the people you disagree with. It's much harder to be able to find the good in people you disagree with. I try to go by the attitude of if people, I'm talking to somebody who disagrees with me or is criticizing that maybe there's one thing I can learn from them. Maybe there's something I can learn from them that I can take from that, right? I don't have to take everything, but I can take one thing. And uh, it's just great to see that Lee is trying to do that with this group. He's just saying, hey, you, you guys take good things. And I support you for that, and, and your commitment, your public service, and then you notice he drops these numbers, you know, he, he, he mentions staff, he praises staff, he talks about 1,000 or so city employees, okay, I guarantee you, if you asked uh, some of the members on the council today, how many employees you have, they wouldn't know, uh, Lee Moldaver knew, okay, you know, it's kind of cliche, but you know, he he had forgotten more things than uh, most people would know about Santa Barbara uh, City Hall and the County Board of Supervisors. We're just sort of talking about the city today. Uh, that kind of class, that kind of dignity is going to be really missed in the council chamber. haven't really had a council chamber because of COVID recently, but that kind of uh, a class and sense of I'm going to offer good so that you all can leave this room feeling good about yourself is rare okay and uh, he did it in a way that was smart and intellectual and you saw him wearing his cap i think it was like open space i think it was a ucsb cap uh he's known for his caps right he'd always have a baseball cap or some kind of cap representing whatever organization he was working for so i just think it's just sort of uh You know, pretty amazing that that Lee Moldaver was able to contribute so much for so long on so many issues. And whether you are a person who just got hired in the city and you're grumbling because your employer is not paying you enough to, to buy a house at, you know, 26 years old in Santa Barbara, or whether you're a UCSB grad student who's, you know, talking about everything that Santa Barbara needs to do to be more socially progressive and you know, an activist, or, you know, maybe you're an old grump who's lived here forever and doesn't want to see the city change, you know, and maybe you're somebody who comes into town and says, this city does nothing to do, we need to dramatically change it. You know, wherever you fall and all of those perspectives, okay, Lee Moldaver was kind of the person who could talk to everybody. He could talk to everybody in a way that sort of informed them and educated them and made them feel as though they were a little bit smarter after they heard him talk and so i just wanted to just kind of give that little bit of tribute and just you know i'm a journalist (laughs) i want to be fair um balanced uh you know we didn't always agree lee Lee would call me up uh after some of the articles i wrote and uh he would you know complain you know he'd say he'd say oh you missed this or that or this isn't fair and and but it was always by the way you always do really great work. And you know, I like this too. It was never just like, oh, now I'm never gonna read any one of your articles again. And so um, he was uh, constructive and uh, we don't really have much of that anymore. Instead, we have people saying, you're wrong, you're bad, and um, we need to get rid of you. As opposed to, here's some information that might help you do your, bed, your job better. And I'm um, just going to offer it to you and hope for the best. Okay. Very different sort of uh, attitudes and philosophies. So, you know, Santa Barbara, you know, we lost Al Conklin, we lost, uh, you know, Lee Moldaver. Um, I just, you know, when you have opportunities to interact with these people who have this experience and this knowledge, and have been around a while, even if you don't agree with them, even if you don't, have the same party preference checked on your voter registration card as that person does. It doesn't matter. What matters is that you can engage in a civil conversation and try to learn something. And, you know, maybe they'll learn something from you too. Uh, But the idea is that Moldaver was about class and he tried to share as much knowledge as he knew with individuals to help improve the public discourse and it's kind of sad that you know he's you know when when things go back to to uh you know in person uh, you know we're not going to see him do that anymore fortunately we uh you know and all credit to to um, uh tony rogeri and santa barbara city tv because they've got these great archives where you can go back and watch a lot of this stuff so um, that's pretty much it. Thanks for your time. I just wanted to take a little bit of time to talk about the, um, the loss of Lee Moldaver, and uh, we could just sort of appreciate what he was able to offer everybody in civic public life.